Hey everyone, welcome back to the Crystalline Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. I am Dana, your host, and you may have been wondering, where have you been? I haven't seen you. I missed an episode. I've just been taking a little bit of a break as I encourage all of you all to do in your daily lives as well. As many of you may know, I have decided to go back to school to get my bachelor's degree in metaphysical sciences. So that is taking up a little bit of my extra time in addition to all the other things I do with the business of Our Mother's Crystals. And then, of course, recording here for the Crystalline Network on our podcast and YouTube. So just taking a little break and... You know, it's not going to be forever, but we may be releasing episodes a little bit um, with time in between, I should say. So maybe not every week, but maybe every other week from here on out until I can find that flow that is going to be able to serve you all. So on today's episode, guys, virtual guest time, we've got Monica De La Torre from the Bodhi Tree. She is a numerology expert. She's a numerologist. She also does card readings as well. And she is here located in Louisville, Kentucky, if anyone would like to go see her personally. But we talked to her virtually today to learn more about this other language of numbers and how knowing our numerology and just having our chart read either by our birthday or the entire birth date or maybe even for the energy of the year that's coming forward, we can actually take a diver deep into our own life path, our soul paths and what that means for us and how we navigate the energies that come through either on a daily basis, monthly, yearly basis or even our entire life. So it kind of gives us a map, or as she calls, a blueprint of us as a soul and what we can look forward to and how we can prepare and kind of flow through that energy. Think of it as having your natal birth chart read or maybe your human design chart read. It's just using the language of numbers and presenting that in a different way. And my gosh, she gives you examples during this with my personal chart, and it is like spooky accurate and so I encourage all of you all to dive deeper into your own personal numerology with Monica and it's really fun guys we also talk about one of my favorite subjects that I haven't really touched on is aliens and I find it fascinating to talk about this especially with other people that are open to it so stay tuned to the end to hear our discussion on aliens and how her spirit animal actually works through them. And then also she is going to have a reading for the collective for the entire year of 2023 based on numerology energy. So stay tuned for that because she's going to deliver a message that is really important. I have no doubt you guys are going to enjoy this one. And hey, if you're here Just go ahead and like this episode, leave a comment if you have any questions. You can go ahead and subscribe to our channel so you don't miss out on any further material and share this with a friend. This is a great way for us to expand and for Monica to expand as well and any of our guests that we have on. We love that you are here. Welcome, beautiful beings. And until next time, love you. Welcome to the Crystalline Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. This is a safe place for all those who wonder and wander about 
crystals, spirituality, all things metaphysical. Well, hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this virtual session of the Crystalline Network presented by Our Mother's Crystals. I am Dana, your host, and you can see if you're viewing us on the YouTube channel that I have a very special guest in-house. This is Monica De La Torre. I hope I pronounced that correctly, Monica. <laughs> and Monica is here to talk to us today about herself, her own spiritual awakening, but also to dive deeper into numerology. And numerology is like the only type of numbers I want to talk about. I am not a math girl. I am not an analytical girl. And numerology has really helped me in so many ways along my spiritual path. And I really want to talk to you today, Monica, about how it can help others and just how I I just find it extremely interesting. And it really is like another language and how the universe speaks to us. So let's everyone welcome Monica to the podcast today. And Monica, you have an incredible backstory. You are yet another guest on the Crystalline Network that is a Los Angeles transplant here to Kentucky. And you are the owner of the Bodhi Tree here in Louisville, Kentucky, a beautiful shop that I've had the pleasure of visiting. Um, it's just absolutely gorgeous. And I want to you know, like just give my Thank applause you. to you. Um, you are also a numerologist and you are a card reader. So welcome, Monica. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yeah. And so I I love that you call yourself the cooperative intuitive. I think that is such a beautiful way to express your gifts and what you provide to the community and those that are interested in partaking in your services. And I want to talk a little bit about your backstory and how it all started. So you said as a child five years old, this is like kind of like where your spiritual awakening truly happened and you were able to see auras as a child and you worked with angels as a child and uh, as a teenager you ended up getting a live reading when we all still listened to the radio and called into the radio stations and then the rest is kind of history from there. Do you mind sharing just like your own personal spiritual awakening with the community and how you got to where you are today with numerology and what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's when I hear it, when I hear even like when you just said it all, I'm like, yeah, it all just kind of had its moment, you know, in my life, all the different, all the different parts. But, you know, when I was a young child, I remember seeing, um, auras on people on my family members but not just auras but I would see also um like dark dark blotches kind of like I didn't wow. even know what it was until fast forward like 40 years and I watched The Conjuring and see that when when um I don't remember her name but you know the main the main um, yeah ghost hunter woman went in there and was went in and saw kind of like these this like blotchiness around and I was like oh my gosh that's what I saw when I was five. I didn't know, but I did, I did have a sense of, of dread or of like fear around that. And it wasn't necessarily like a demonic type thing, but it was a darkness. Yes. And so I could pick that up. And so there was like a lot of fear around seeing these things around people. Oh, for sure. And I think that it was really, really when I understood the power of our guides and our, our angels was when I was five and I was in a terribly dangerous situation with a family member who was not mentally sound. And, um, 
it, I was five years old and I was kind of in, you know, I was left at the house to be babysat and, and it was, you know, kind of headed in a, in a weird direction. Like it could have, it could have been um, a very dangerous, you know, sexual abuse kind of scenario. But I remember as I was starting to kind of identify like, okay, his behavior was not appropriate. I remember I was in um, the restroom and looking over and seeing all the locks on the restroom on this historical home locked. And I remember thinking, there's no way I had the consciousness at five to recognize and say, this is not going to happen. And I don't know how to get out of here. So I just started to pray. And at five, I said, I specifically said, okay, angels, you got to fix this. You got to come get me because this is not going to happen. This is not a part of my story. And I watched as every single lock on this door just slowly opened and then the door flew open. And I just remember, I mean, I remember being like lifted out and lifted out and over and around this big stairwell. It was all very fast, faster than I could move. Like it was like something and I, and I flew down the stairs and then my grandma was at the bottom of the stairs and she was like, what the hell is happening right now? Like, I don't know quite what she saw. I don't know if she saw me kind of like tumbling down or flying down, but it was at that moment that I was terrified, but I realized that, okay, so you really just need to call for help when you need it. Which yeah. was huge. That I mean, what a, a mind-blowing experience at such a young age that you experienced. Yeah. And then being able to take that on and further into your life. I, I cannot, like my mind is blown. I can't imagine what that must have felt like in that time, in that space. Yeah, and I can't say, in, in, in the reality of life, I can't say that every time I've been in a tough situation, I've been like, angels, come fix it. And like, yes, oh, yes. That was- that was a, that was critical. That was a critical moment. Yeah. That would have probably changed the course of my life. Yes. And I, and I, and you know, I did, I was able to kind of recognize that and ask for help. Yeah. And having the awareness that you are connected to divinity, these divine beings and that you can call upon them at any time to help, you know, with whatever situation you're going through. So how did that transition into like what you do now? Well, you know, at that point, it was just a series of of being the highly sensitive child, right? Yes. Being able to pick up on all the people's energy, yes. being able to see, to feel what people were thinking. It was always wow. what I could do, right? I'm just like, the words that you're saying are that, but the feeling is not that. So that was confusing for sure. Because, Absolutely. You know, it was like, no, that's not the feeling you're giving me. And then... um Fast forward to about age 10, my mother um, took all the kids to Europe um, and she had friends. She had friends in the Middle East. And so we had a trip to Abu Dhabi. When I oh was my gosh. Amazing. Amazing. So introduced to all these cultures and, and um, the Muslim religion, which was my experience of it was beautiful. Yeah. And the call to prayer was so powerful. I mean, like so many things. Oh, I just got chills. Oh, I know. The call to prayer is is unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life. Um, And then we, on our way back to LA, we stopped in London for a while, like 10 days. And um, we, where we were staying, there was a little Indian restaurant on the first floor. And every day my mom and I would go and get our lunch. And the woman there was a tea reader. And 
I remember, I remember as clear as day, she looked at my mother and I was sitting next to her and she pointed and she's like, your, your daughter has the gift. And my mom didn't really know what to do with it, but I was always next to my mom and she would always be going to all these different readers. So I, I mean, it was not foreign to me. Your world. Yeah. Your world was open up at even a young age that this type of, uh, being able to speak with spirit, you know, oh, yeah. through another person is accessible. And you're, you know, I think that that really built you as a person, you know, that you are today and like kind of saying, this is a gift and it's okay to use it. Yeah. It's like some kids go with their parents to the dentist and I went yeah. to readers all the time. I think um, that's great. Desert, um, Palm Desert, there was a lot. So, so it was just a part of my world and, yeah. and it was, but honestly it was a little scary. Yeah. Cause they, they knew stuff, you know, they knew stuff. Yeah. And, and it was like, Oh, it was, I was always like, wow, this is interesting. But, um, then fast forward to my teenage years yeah. and I was, and still am obsessed with the music scene, yes. the rock music, all the things. And I love and, that about you. Yeah. I love, I love rock music. So, um, fast forward to like, you know, 15 years old and I was already doing astrology and numerology readings on all my friends oh my and on myself. Thanks to my mom, because my mom would be like, you know, you add up the birthday and this is what they're doing. And I would always hear her telling people about their birthday. And then um, one morning I'm getting ready for class. I throw on K-Rock listening to Kevin and Bean, you know, in the mid nineties. And, and I, I turn it on. And right when they say, well, that was, you know, Chris Cornell's mom, Karen Cornell doing numerology readings and call in, call her number 17. So cool. And you win, you know, whatever. And so I was like, what? And I like dropped everything. <laughs> And I call, I, I like, you know, grab my phone and I call and I won the reading with like my, one of my favorite singers, mom. And, um, a few days later I have this reading and her and I hit it off like ham and eggs and like have been friends since. And, um, she's taught me everything that she's known, knows about numerology, which is so Amazing. fascinating. So you learned numerology from Chris Cornell, Cornell's mother. Karen. Yeah. Ah! so cool so incredible story and now you're here in Louisville Kentucky providing this service um what exactly though is numerology so for those that like we think of angel numbers our messages and things like that but numerology actually goes way way deeper Mm -hmm. and can you kind of explain what numerology is to those that may not well it's an ancient ancient form of divination like Mm. thousands and thousands of years back it's the it's the old world old world tool. Um, it's really an, a, a study of numbers and the energy of the numbers. So basically just like when you do your astrology chart and you yes. see the snapshot of the moment of your birth and how all of that plays into your personality and all the different transits of your life. Numerology is very sim- similar where you have a energetic, energetic blueprint um, based on your birthday and your, your, at, when you add up your entire birthday, you get your path of life number and then your name has an energy oh as well. Gosh, that's so cool. I, mean, I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so you, when you start to look at the energetic fingerprints of your name, your birthday and all the things that it can tell you, it's so crazy accurate and it's, it's helpful because you're like, wow, I'm going through kind of like a muddy time in my life. Like this is a hard time. When does it end? 
or could life get any more chaotic than it's been for the last year or nine years? Like you could be in a nine year pinnacle of what I call the five, which is super restless, super chaotic. You're changing jobs. You're constantly moving. Everyone's looking at you like, what's going on? And, and it could just be this blip in your history, right? Another tool is like, I know most people aren't thinking about their retirement, but at some point people want to know, well, what does my retirement look like? And you can identify like your retirement could be very calm. It could be deeply spiritual. It could be like traveling the world and that will show up in a numerology chart. Amazing. So that kind of like leads me into the next question, which you've already kind of answered here is how can it be beneficial? So we can literally map out our entire lives, either using our name, our birth date and time to like, this is how things are going to play out. This is the energy about how things are going to play out. How is it beneficial to know our numerology? So, so if you're going through a hard time, you can prepare for it. Yes. If you're going through kind of a chaotic time, you can kind of like, okay, it's going to be a bumpy ride or it's going to be an adventure and just knowing. So for example, when I know I'm going into a seven or my friends are going into a seven, it's the year of the hermit. I personally, okay. So the numerologist, like in the middle of my six, I'll say like, okay, I'll tell my husband, like, well, you know, the seven is coming up. And my husband and I are both on the same track. So we're both in the six or both in the seven. So I do things like make sure that I've built up my savings for my seven. Because you always get hit in the financial something. Okay. And then I double up on all my insurances. Like I'll get like an umbrella insurance on my house. or Because the seven is not about losing money, but it's about money not being the focus oh. and things, things coming, happening to your life that like, wow, that may give me a financial hit. So I just put things in place so that I'm prepared to just focus on everything other than money in my seven. So I just had this realization with numerology and like getting a reading from you. Like we could literally like say, okay, this is what your year is going to look like, but we can also deduct it down. Okay. This is what actually like March is going to look like for you. And then yeah. That is so amazing. So you can get multiple readings in different ways to help, you know, provide this information of what energetically is actually going on universally for you in your life at that any given time. Well, and also when you're house hunting, hunting, the number on your door isn't critical too. The number, the energy of the home. Oh my God, I want to know what mine is. Yeah. So what's, well, what's, you know, what, what is Yes. The so it's 9905. So it's five. It's your house is a five. So it's, it's a little chaotic. <laughs> is it? Do I you mean, have, you have to, so the, okay. So the five, the five is a high energy number for a home. When okay. Get in a home. It tells me that you're doing a lot at home. Oh, 100%. I do everything at home. Yeah. So you're doing all the things and you're energized being home. So for for example, my house is a seven. So my house is my little spiritual reprieve. It's my cave. It's where I go and find solace. Oh, wow. so, So it's like this the the five is like you've got all the things happening at once it's true it i mean like my business is round ran out of the home my podcast and youtube is ran out of the home i mean like everything is done in the home five different things and you have people probably in and out the five is very social yes so it's that oh my gosh this is crazy well and it's also about 
the challenge of a five is keeping it organized, which I imagine with your yes. inventory that it yes. is difficult. Yes. And so, so that is, uh, you have to manage that chaos of totally. boxes of the, of the shipments. So, totally. so yeah, so that's really interesting. And, and, and that's important to know too. Yes. Because like, you, you know, especially like if you have children or, you know, yeah. like a five house is chaos. And so organization is key in a five house. Absolutely. This Absolutely. is so cool, Monica. Oh my gosh. So like if we, if someone were to get like a numerology reading from you and you're looking at their chart, what are you looking at? Is it their birth date and time? Not the time. I'm looking at the full birthday. Okay. The full birthday. And then, and then the birth date, like the, I mean the full birth date right across and then the actual yeah. day of your birth. Okay. Gotcha. And then, and then the name, I'm looking at the name, I'm looking at the vowels, the consonants separately. Um, wow. The vowels will tell you your soul's urge, which is fascinating. What? Oh my gosh, yeah. this is so cool. Yeah. Kind of like, like, okay, like let's say I'm going to, I'm going to compare it to astrology. Okay. Your moon sign is really who you are. Don't you, do you agree with that? Yes. I mean, yes. your moon sign is who you know yourself to be. Yeah. So are your, um, your vowels. And, and numerology oh, it's like really what your heart desire and then the consonants would be what how other people see you or a rising sign a rising and right. then i look at and then there's all these other calculations that you do to determine the pinnacles so we have four major pinnacles and that will tell you how like the the theme is for like these larger cycles in your life so i was lucky enough guys to have like a mini reading with monica she was so lovely to do this for me and just by looking at my birth date, um, my life path number is an eight. So you will learn your life path number from that information. And then um, I believe you said my personal year energy is a three. So what does all that mean? Like what can someone learn when, when having a reading from you? So let me, um, for one second, just make sure I'm, I'm let, let me do your numbers real quick. Okay. I, I did them earlier, but I want to, I want to just correct. Yeah, them. Absolutely. So your life path is an eight and I'll, and I'll repeat that. And then your personal year right now is, let's see. So you're, you are in a four. Okay. Three was for 2022. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. So now I'm um, moving I'll into, repeat that. okay. So now oh. I'm moving into 2023. I'm a four. Yeah. Okay. So like people can figure out this information with getting a reading from you. So what is like a life path number? So your life path number is very much um, just describing your general personality and the general energy that you come with as a whole. So okay. as an eight, you know, and you're going to get, it's going to be one through nine, unless okay. it equals an 11, 22, 33, 44, a master number. Okay. And I'll, come, I'll touch back on that in just a second. Okay. But eight is a very high energy person. They're a doer. They're the man, the, you know, the man, the, the manifesting generator type, you know, that okay. type of thing and, and human design, the yeah. generator, they make things happen. Yes. Um, high energy, they can generate money. They get good at sales. They are, um, but also physical energy. Yeah. They're just, they're just high energy, you know? So that is like the generalization of an yes. for you as a path of life. That's so cool. And, and that's so look, me. I'm a generator in human design. So that makes sense. Yeah. And it's a lot of, it's, I don't think you ever like sit still. I would think. That's what most people say. They're like, do you ever sleep? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, at night. <laughs> but yeah, I am. I'm like, I'm constantly working on the next project, doing the next thing, creating, um, 
yeah, I mean, I do have a lot of energy that I need to expend for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and another valuable um, insight about the eight and the five is you need physical enough physical outlet. Not everyone. I mean, of course, any doctor will say everyone does, but the eight, because there's like a lot of that, it can, it can lead to like anxiety. Like it's a lot of physical, the kinetic energy, you need to get that out. So it's important for that, like get that out. This is so fascinating, Monica. So let's talk about, so like people can learn more about themselves during an actual numerology reading with you and stuff like this that we're describing. Um, As far as like, I want to do something here for the collective. So like we're moving into 2023. We're already here, obviously. What is the energy forecast in numerology for the collective as a whole? So globally... 2023 is a seven. Okay. So globally, I think we're still really into this. This what is our spiritual expression? Mm-hmm. It's a question for everyone. Yeah, I what just got chills. Is, so truth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What does our spiritual expression look like? It's different for everyone, you know. And it's and it's so personal for everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just really the universe asking now again because you know it comes up in different ways. But I think we've all, my theory is we've all been through a lot, especially with the COVID stuff. It's almost like the post-traumatic stress of COVID. Yeah. And I think people are unpacking a lot of what the last couple of years has been like. Yeah. And, and people are shifting their perspective on all the things. So I think it's a lot of that inward reflection, all of that, the reflection, but it's the inward, the inward vibe of the seven globally. So seven is kind of like, let's sit still and figure out what we learned almost and like how are we going to apply this into a new a new world a lot of processing yep i love that god that makes so much sense this is so cool well and you know but on on um on another level the united states has a different energy for 2023 so if you do like seven four 2023 it's a nine so the u.s is going through major changes and complete like this is the nine is about endings and completions. Oh, wow. It's showing us that what the way that we work right now, the, the U.S. government, the way the U.S. functions does not work and it, things are coming to an end. Right. How that shows up, I don't know. Right. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds a little, a little scary, but um, we don't know what that looks like, but, but it's really become very obvious, I think, to everyone that it's yeah. not working the way we're operating. So there's going to be, there's going to be some changes. This is Amazing. all about endings and completions. And so are you going from like the birth date, like the birth date of the United Uh States, July 4th, 20? Oh my gosh, that's so neat. And so that's the energy we can expect here. 7 4, 1776 is a five. What is five? It's like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That is free home of the brave, right? But, and then the fourth is about work. So we're all, we're all workers. The U.S., you know? Yeah work and freedom of expression. It makes so much sense. So this is kind of spooky at how accurate (laughs) numerology can be. I love this. So um, we are crystal based here, as you know, and I know you love crystals too, Monica. You carry them in your shop, the Bodhi tree. Do you work with crystals in your everyday life? And if you do, do you care to share how you do that with the community? Yes. So I have, um, in my home, I've got my favorites just kind of, you know, 
centered around my coffee table and in different parts of the house and the ones on my nightstand and that sort of thing. Um, I have recently found just randomly, like I ordered these Lemurian quartz um, online and I'm not one to necessarily hold a crystal and, and immediately feel anything. Right. Um, it takes me a moment. And in yes. fact, I, and I was always like, well, I'm not feeling it, but, but I, I love the way it looks and it does, it, it offers something, but I just don't have a physical feeling to it. And then I, I bought these um, crystals and I opened the box and I remember just casually like, oh, I had to unpack it. I was in a hurry and I opened it and I reached for both of them. And here, here's one of them. I'll show you one. Yes, of them. please show. Oh, oh, yes. But I had two, and I, I reached like this, and I am not kidding you. I was like, it was like a buzz, like a buzz, and I felt it like my arms, and then in my solar plexus, and I was like, oh my gosh. So now I really carry these with me whenever I need grounding or when I'm meditating. I meditate every day, me every too. single day. I'm glad you shared that. I do too. Do you meditate with your crystals? I do these ones now, <laughs> now that they speak to me. I mean, like they really do. Not all of them do. These ones do. So, um, and that's important. You have to find the one that works for you. I 100% agree with that. I preach that, like intuitively yeah. find the one that wants to work with you. And Lemarians have a lot of ancient knowledge. And in the work you do, I would think would be extremely beneficial because you do card readings too. Yeah. And I use um, an angel oracle deck. Yes. Uh, I love, I love me the angels. Me well, the angels have been with you for so long and they've worked yeah. with you for so long. It makes sense that that would be the one that you connect to. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. So normally a reading with me would be, um, I do all your numerology. We talk about all that and then, um, and then I'll pull cards. Oh, so you do both in one session. Yeah. Oh, guys. If you are even like on the fence, if this doesn't seal the deal for you, come on. You're going to get a card reading and a numerology reading from Miss Monica here. Um, Monica, I want to talk a little bit too about the Bodhi tree. Um, the Bodhi tree has came up in conversation with many of our other guests. And I know a lot of the people we've had on are actually practitioners there at the Bodhi tree. Yeah. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that and what it is and what it offers? Yes. Yeah, so we are um, in Louisville. Yes. Um, at Norton Commons, we yes. opened last year, so it, it's it really is a shop, um, a gift shop that has all of my favorite things in it. I've had so much fun curating all the products. Oh, my God, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Well, and it, we have everything from wellness tinctures and tonics, which are, are some of our best sellers. Okay. Um, crystals, oracle decks, all the all the fun woo stuff. Yeah, the yeah. magical wares for your magical life. Yeah. And then we have five practitioner rooms. So we've got healers and readers and just an amazingly, amazingly talented group of, of women. Um, it's, it's, it's incredible, honestly. Like they're all so talented in their own way. They're all yes. so different. They each have their own spiritual expression, which was kind of what we talked about. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like everyone may do the same thing, but in their own way. Yeah. So people who come in, they can just see who they vibe with. And then, the, you know. It works. To totally. And I love that it's like, it's open to all. And I love that you have created the space for, um, in this case, it's women practitioners that are there and it's a safe space for anyone and everyone to come mm -hmm. to, to find their woo. Yeah. 
And then we do have um, Amanda Conkin and Jamie, their husband and wife, and Jamie yes. does the aura, the aura yes. um, photography, which is so fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel bad because I always forget that Jamie is like such a big part of Ray's aura portraits. So yeah, Jamie, we love you. <laughs> well, and it's named after your son. Is that correct? It is. I love yeah, that. the Bodhi tree. So actually, he's named after the Bodhi tree. That was a big inspiration for me you know, in my twenties, going to the Bodhi tree in LA where I would go and find all the books on Buddhism and meditation. So and cool. So it kind of came full circle. And, yes. um, and so I just, it was always a dream to open the shop. And I thought that it, I would do it way later in life. I thought based on my numbers shows no retirement that I would just always be going, going, going. I'm restless that way too. And, <laughs> And I thought, okay, that makes sense. Like when, when I'm an empty nester, I'll open my my little metaphysical shop and just give readings all day. And it was in a meditation that I literally heard, it is time. And I was like, what? Wow. Like, no way. I'm like, I heard it so loud, so clear. And I was like, no, it's time. And I'm like, okay, well, I, heard, I heard it. I heard it. So my response to that universe is you got to make it so easy that it's just undeniable, like part the seas. And they did. Well, Mm -hmm. and I think this is a great testament to anyone that's watching or viewing right now that, you know, you can get these inspirations from the creator God universe, however you want to label it, but it's up to us to like be aware of that and then actually trust it and then move forward, you know, with those inspirations. And you did. And 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 you can also like, you know, kind of ask, a challenging question back. I'm like, okay, I heard it. If you want me to do this, you have to make it easy. Like that's my, you know, like you said, part the seas for me and, and the seas were parted to make it come together for you. It's amazing. Yeah. So I really wasn't, it was kind of left field. Like anyone who knew me was like, okay, that's random. Then you opened the shop and I'm like, yeah, it was, but here I am. (laughs) I, I think it's interesting. You, you touched on like, you've done your own numerology obviously. And you, you say that your retirement is going to be restless. And I believe that that's what mine is too. So like when Monica did my initial reading, she broke it down into like years like, um, I, I, like is it pentacles? Okay, that, so that would be pentacles. What is a pentacle in numerology? So it's just like um, like a phase. So like your first okay. pentacle is age like birth to like approximately. It's different for everyone. Like late twenties or mid thirties. Okay, and that's your first pentacle, and then your second pentacle would be the next nine year cycle, and the third, the next, <gasps> and then the final, the fourth pentacle is like you know. 50 to 55 and beyond okay. and my final pinnacle which I believe yours is too is a five yeah it, it just shows um a sense of freedom and movement and travel and not someone who's gonna sit still and hang out on their porch reading all day which is fun I love that too but that doesn't seem to to be the energy for when I'm 50 and beyond yeah and I wanted to touch on that because I think it's interesting to to like kind of prepare you know when you get a reading with Monica in numerology this is going to be things that you're going to learn about your soul path your life path that are going to be able to really benefit you in the long run not only now but you know in the future and I I just find it all fascinating and I I totally resonate with all of this and so when people want to let's say, get a reading from you, Monica, how would they go about doing that? You can just go on our website, 
thebodytreeky.com and then you find me and then you can book. Okay, perfect. And we'll have all of that in the show notes. Um, I want to ask you some quick fire questions before we end here. Um, I love to ask all my guests these questions. They're really fun, really simple. It's just kind of like, let's get to know you better. Um, What is your sign or your big three, if you care to share? So I am Cancer. Oh, you're Cancer. (laughs) And uh, my moon is in Gemini. Mine too. And and my rising sign is a question. (laughs) Oh, do you not know your rising? No, I I do. But half of the websites and astrologers say Cancer and half of them, or more than half, say Leo. I've lived my life thinking that it was Leo rising. Okay. But I guess at this point, I've just accepted that I kind of go between the two. I can be very very painfully shy and a wallflower and when I'm comfortable I can be you know the center of attention and yeah and a, a great storyteller when I when I want to be so um do I you, don't know <laughs> do you feel like you identify with the cancer I mean I am a cancer right so I already have the shyness and sensitivity so it's interesting I, I it's the wildest thing and I can say that I can say in my younger years I was a hundred percent more Leo rising. Oh, like, okay. Life has kind of beaten, beaten that enthusiasm out of me. <laughs> and now you're going more withdrawn into your emotional cancer being. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what is your human design? I don't uh, think pro- you said. Oh, you're a projector. How yeah. cool. And I'm just learning about that too. Yeah. Thanks to Erica over at Guided Play. She's helped right. me. And she gave me a few uh, tools that I was like, Wow, if I had known that in my 20s, what a difference. Yes, yes. Yeah, and I think all of these modalities, like knowing your human design, like knowing your numerology and getting like your birth chart read, it's, it is so expanding to your being and it's so beneficial, can help in so many ways. Um, I love that you're- I have to tell you what I am in numerology, right? Oh, tell me. (laughs) So my path of life is a nine. Um which is definitely like the, I mean, it, it can, if I, if I'm reading someone else, I'll say the nine is the number of the reader, but also an artist, someone who encompasses all the numbers of the nine, the nine, one through nine. Right. I don't consider myself so much an artist, but obviously I'm a reader and, um, and just someone who has like the wisdom people definitely come to you for advice Yes. and um, they just I, love to give, they love to give everything away. <laughs> That well, happens. is it, is that because you're completing a cycle? You think like, I don't need this anymore. Maybe, Yeah, maybe I just like, if someone, like if I find that someone in my house is like, Oh my God, I love that. I'm like, take it. Yeah. Just take it. It's yours. <laughs> yeah. And then my, um, my birthday is June 22. So my, my day of birth is 22. So I wanted to briefly tell you about the master number energy. Oh, please do. Yes. We didn't touch you, on that. Yeah. Yes. So when you add up a birthday or if it falls on the day of your, um, your actual day of, of your birth, then the master number, it's funny. I always have to preface it with saying a master number and a master number doesn't mean we're better than, or yeah. have the special thing. And, and people immediately like perk up when I'm like, Oh, you're a master number. Yeah. And they're like, really? And I'm like, it means life is a little harder for all the people with a master number. Oh, no. <laughs> they're meant to great great gifts and responsibility are given and and well you know when you have when you have that you've got the responsibility to give back or mm. to help and like karma is like instant coffee with people with master number energies it's oh interesting it's quick interesting. you don't get away with anything that's okay. not on the up and 
and okay. um, which is a lot is expected of people. They're just here to kind of like the way showers or, you know, they're, they get a lot of their knowledge early in life so that then oh. they can help teach. Amazing. So that's the interesting part about the master number energy, but it's never like, I don't like that term master number. Like it sounds like, so I guess it sounds a little egoic, but I guess it's right. like masters. They're the masters and they're the teachers, right? They're, so right. They, so that's another way to look at it. But I always have to tell people just, I'm sorry to say I'm seeing all this master energy and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, life's been tough. And so can like, a, can a mass, <clears throat> excuse me, can a master number be just their day of birth, but it can also be their entire birthday added up equals like an 11 or a 22 or a 33. Is that correct? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Gotcha. So you're, tw are you 22 then? Um, so my path of life's a nine. So okay. That helps. Not so, not so crazy. Um, but the day of is the 22nd, but okay. my bowels, which is my soul's urge is 33, which is like a very altruistic vision of what can be, you know, on this planet. Like I, I can see as like, it's very clear to me, but then like the human design part gets in the way of, of our, you know, all the stuff that makes us humans. This is incredible. Thank you so much for sharing this. I, I have to ask, what is your favorite crystal, Monica? I always ask all my guests this. And I know that's a hard decision um, for someone that, you know, likes crystals and uses them. But do you have a one that you're just like super drawn you know, to? There's the one that I'm super drawn to consistently is Smoky Quartz. Oh my gosh, you are... It is like a fam fave, like a bunch of my guests on here say smoky quartz too. Is there any particular reason why it's smoky quartz for you? Can you put, can you pinpoint that or is it just a feeling? I feel like it just has, it has an air of mystery, you know, like Ooh, it does. Like, I, it does. It's like, what, what's in there? What's happening in there? And then when you hold it up to the light, it, it reveals more, right? Yes. So, so I'm like, I love that. It's just, it's mysterious and it's, it looks really powerful to me and very, very grounding to me too. It's very so, grounding. Yeah. And I'm great. always drawn to that one. Like I have more of that than anything else in my house. I always find that um, just incredible. Like whatever somebody's drawn to, like they don't even necessarily know why, but there's always that one crystal that just always speaks to them for whatever reason. And I think with what you do too, just working with the energetics of numbers and then with angels and um, just doing card readings and, and getting uh, intuitive guidance that way. I think Smoky Quartz just keeps us really grounded, girl. We need it, don't we? You know, when we work in these realms, we got to stay grounded. Absolutely. I struggle with that for sure. Yeah. I, I live up here. I live up in, too. The, in the ether. Me too. Um, do you have a spirit animal that you work with? Okay, so yes. Ooh, tell I me. Do. Tell me. <laughs> I, I I have this um, connection to bluebirds specifically, not all birds, but to bluebirds. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. They appear to me in like, like, like they're, they'll be like 200 on my house. What? Yeah. Yeah. And I know they, they can be, they can fight. Like they can get into oh, really? it with each other. Yeah. They can be aggressive, but if they're not aggressive around your house, that I find that very interesting. No, I, I can't tell you how many times like I'll come home and they'll be like a flock. I don't even know how many are in, how many are in a flock. I don't even know, but a lot like shocking, like we're getting the camera out, but I'll have to say, and I know, I know that your podcast is not necessarily alien centered. But... I love aliens. Bring <laughs> it up. Too. Bring it up, girl. Okay. okay. 
so when I was um, when I was pregnant in 2017, well, so no, I had. Let me back up. I my first alien experience was when I was 22. Oh my god! So, tell me. So I was in Pasadena, living in California, and I was working for a big company. I was I had been working for Disney. And then I went to go work for this company called Parsons, which after 9-11, yeah. it was just crazy. Yeah. Crazy war stuff. And I work with all of these military generals and very high, high powered, high profile people. And, and I was in charge of coordinating a bunch of stuff. So one night I was, um, I had roommates. We were in this, this historic craftsman home and I was woken up. I had two cats and I was woken up like at three in the morning by this extremely bright blue light shining into the room. And I was so confused. I was like, what the hell? And there was this noise, this oscillating noise. So like the sound of it was oscillating around the top of the house. So like a helicopter, but not like, not like anything I can identify. Yeah. And I remember like, like um, it was so bright and it was this weird blue shade. And I look over and my two cats are like on the wall, like <laughs> hanging on. I don't even know what they were hanging off of. Oh my and I was so scared. And I remember um, one of my roommates was my brother at the time. And I remember like throwing the blankets off and racing down the stairs. And I threw open his bedroom door and I was like telling my brother, I'm like, Amador. And he's like, what the hell? What is it? And I'm like, the aliens are here. And his reaction was so funny because he was like, yeah, let's go. Like He was like on board. (laughs) Conversations, right? And I remember him like grabbing his blanket and I'm like, no, I'm not kidding. And he's like, like, take us with you, please. I know. And so we ran out and we look up and it was like pitch black. And I was shaking. I was shaking. And I was like, you don't understand. Because it wasn't just, it was, it was the blue light. It was the sound. And then it was like these beeps, like Uh this, like, like, but like on a frequency I can't even create. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? So I, I was shocked. So I go to work the next day and again, working with all these military officials, top level, top clearance, like the kind of, like the wild stuff, the fun stuff. Yes. And, um. And I go in there all disheveled and this one guy, I'll never forget him. He was, he was from Germany and he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I didn't sleep. I had aliens came to my house last night and he looked at me and he said, yeah, you know, you Americans are so afraid of it. Like where I'm from, we just know. And he's like, and, and from what the work I am in, we just know. And I'm like, yeah, I know now too. Thank you. Total confirmation. Total confirmation. Yeah. I don't know. There are other stories. I'll tell you off off camera. We'll have to have lunch and, and I lunch. I oh, would aliens. love okay, so I love anything and everything about aliens and I love learning more about them. I love all well, well it's called conspiracy theories, but I believe most of them and um or maybe all of them at this point. And I would love, love to chew oh, on that me, with you. He told me some stories. He let me, he said, I'm going to give you this book for one hour. And he brought me the government, um, um, what's it called? It was like basically the government summary, this thick of area 51, the fifth night from the crash. Yeah. 
and that was just the beginning. Like they just reverse engineered all that stuff. I mean, it's yeah. like, it's, and, but he, he let me look through it and all the stuff was normally it's all redacted for yes. the public and it was yes. just all there. Amazing. So fast forward. Yes. 2017 and I'm pregnant and I, I am woken up at three in the morning with this blue again, <gasps> blue, like a light floating in my hallway. And it's the most beautiful light and it's, mm-hmm. it's shining. And I remember looking over and I was not afraid, which was like the first real understanding of like, I was not afraid at all. In fact, yeah. I was overcome with emotion and yeah. I was overcome with this feeling of love. Yeah. I mean, completely. And I remember looking over at this hallway and, and it was just like kind of bobbing around. And then I was like, okay. And then I, at the time I was having a really um, challenging time with relation and with my relationship with my mother mm-hmm. and we weren't speaking. And that was really hard because I was pregnant and you yeah. want to be with your mom. And, um, and the message was you need to, you need to reconcile with your mother before this oh baby is born. Oh my gosh. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. And see, I think I, I feel like I just want to have you back on to talk about aliens. I swear. <laughs> I think there is such a big misconception on extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial beings and what we call aliens. I feel like they're just enlightened beings. You know, they're just on a different level, a different dimension, a different plane. They're more enlightened than we are. And they bring nothing but love to the table. Yeah. But they've been made out to be the enemy. Thanks to Hollywood. Yes. Yes, exactly. Every experience I ever had was nothing like that. Monica, I have to have you back on to talk about this. Yeah. This is so goes. It goes, I mean, it gets crazy. Like I I literally had so many of those experiences while I was pregnant. Wow. I really, in my meditations, I was like, who are you? And, And I was told the blue avian. And then, yeah, that's where the blue jays come in. Yes. So then all of a sudden these blue birds are everywhere. Stop it. I just got chills. And then, let me see if I can grab it real quick. You know, Jamie Homeister. Yeah, of course. So she did my animal guide. Stop it. Is there a blue jay in there? They're going to die. Where did I, cause I, I'm rearranging my office and I yeah. put all my art and I kid you not. I about died when I, when she sent it to me and I, and I clicked open the file. Cause she, you know, she emails you the file yeah. and I clicked it open. It was a bluebird. What? And I was like, Oh my God. I'm not crazy. I'm oh not crazy. my so God. I, I, I'm going to, I'll find it. And maybe that'll be the, that'll be the alien episode, but well, yeah, we'll use it for that episode. That'll be cool. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm rearranging everything and it's just everywhere right now. So anyway. that is, it. well, that's just another testament to Jamie and how powerful yeah. she is too. But my I gosh. really was floored when I saw it. I was, I, I was like, because you know, it's, I am very much a logical mystic. It yes. all still has to make sense for my human brain. It, it does. I, I, I get that. And I want to say thank you for, for saying that because I think a lot of us in the community are like that. It's hard to just trust, you know, just to have the faith. If we, we Sometimes we need that physical evidence. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And it's why I like numerology. It's number space. I'm not even a math person at all, yeah. at all. Yeah. But it, it's not, it's, it's like, okay, this is a blueprint for my life. This just gives mm. me some general themes. We have free will, and this gives me some general themes so I can either 
work with it yes. or against it. Like if I know a crazy chaotic year is coming, I want to work with that. I don't want to be hit upside yes. the head by this chaos that I wasn't expecting. And then I, I'm just a planner by nature. So I'm like, okay, I know what's coming down the, you know, the pipeline. Yeah. This is helpful to me. Amazing. And that's just another benefit of having your chart read in numerology. Absolutely. I like mm-hmm. that you call it a blueprint. I like yeah. that. Because it really is. And then you can decide, am I going to follow the tracks or am I going to go off the rails on this area? Am I going to allow it to flow or am I going to resist? I either work with it or against it. Yeah. For example, when someone's in a seven, if they resist it, Mm -hmm. like the seven, the seven asks you to go inward. The seven asks you to slow it all down. Mm -hmm. Type A people don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. So like knowing that if I don't do it, the universe will force a slowdown by oh yes a, a fractured ankle, a car accident, an illness, all those things yes. to get the message home, right? Yes. So I'm like, okay, I don't want to fight with the universe. We know who wins in that one, right? Like I'm just going to like go with it. I'm going to go with the energy that's presented to me in this moment and not fight it. So that's super helpful. I love this so much. And um, as we wind down here, Is there anything you want to leave the community with, like either a message or um, just anything you would like to leave the community with today? Well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I think that one of the things I, one of the topics or, you know, points I hear about a lot recently are people, Mm. I love a spiritual newbie, love. Yeah. I love to have them help them connect the dots yes. in their life as they're opening up into their spiritual awakening or whatever it may be. But I also like to tell them that whatever they see about spirituality being this sort of like toxic positivity of like love and, and I, and I say that with a little sarcasm, but like, like that's not reality, right? Like to We're live not love all the time. No, yeah, no. And like to be in this blissful state of being and love and all that is probably where we go when we die. Great. But that's not what the experience is here. And the spiritual experience here is a whole lot of other than than that. It's It's all of the emotions. It's all of it. And it's, and it's to be supported in love by someone. And as you're going through the spiritual process is key, critical, but but you're going to go through all of it. And it's not all rainbows and sunshine. In fact, I mean, that's, I don't, that's not my world. You know, we, I, I walk through, through some very difficult um, emotions with people and help them through it. So I guess to your question, to answer your question, it's really about the spiritual world is not just rainbows and fairy tales and sunshine and love. It really is so much unpacking of the emotional the trauma understanding of self and numerology is just another tool to help you understand yourself and why you're here and in this in this lifetime i love that thank you so much for sharing that because i think that is often overlooked in the spiritual community um yeah we there is a lot of toxic positivity it's all love and light it's all love and light that's part of spirituality. We have moments of that in our life, but there is shadow work that has to be done. Like you said, the unpacking, there is healing for all of us to be had. And the healing cannot look so pretty all the time, especially when we are doing it spiritually. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you for sharing your knowledge today too. So people can find you on your website. Where else can they find you, Monica? 
Okay, but you can come visit me at the Bodhi Tree. Everybody come to the Bodhi Tree and have a great time. Um, we'll have all of your links up in the show notes so people can easily connect with you and find you. And Monica, I just want to thank you again for taking the time with us today to talk more about numerology, how it can benefit us, and just what you have to offer. And I love that we touched on aliens, and I'm going to have to have you back on, baby. I'm here for it. That's my favorite one. That's my favorite. All, all of the alien talk and the conspiracy stuff, I'm here for it. I'm here for it, too. So until next time, you hey, guys, stay tuned. We are going to have Monica back on for some extra special things in the future. Um, as I always like to leave all of you, you are the power. You are the magic. Now go create that magic in your everyday beautiful life. I love you all. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the Crystalline Network. We hope you learned something today. Please like and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already and follow us on socials like Instagram and Facebook and reach out with any comments or suggestions you have for future shows. Don't forget to head on over to our shop at OurMother'sCrystals.com for all the unique and quality products you want.